Alrighty, welcome uh, yet another beautiful day right here on 99.3 Nigeria Info. So this Sunday, it's going to be really very quick. I'd like to thank all of you. Goodness me, the streaming of uh, the messages here has been awesome. We've got 3,000 streams now on Anchor and Spotify and other platforms, 3,000 streams. You know, we started the streaming thing a couple of uh, months ago. So all you just need to do is just... Rufai podcast or go to my twitter page at rufidefy r-u-f-f-y-d-f-i-r-e you see the link to it to get the podcast of this message we're about to start today all the messages go out there on the podcast it's still the think series i think i'll probably wrap up with this why do you think that anybody owes you something why do you think that anybody owes you something? You see, that's a very erroneous thinking we have too much in this part of the world. And the reason why we don't succeed is the fact that we think that everybody owes us something. And let me shock you today. Not your father, not your mother, not your husband, not your wife, not your friends owe you anything. And a lot of people are going to say, Rafael, what are you saying? Yes, they don't owe you anything. If they do for you, they do because, yes, they are obliged to do for you. But it's not that they owe you. It's not that if they don't do for you, your life should end as a result of that. Because I hear a lot of arguments. And you see, we're in the era of cancel culture. It is now we are so quick to cancel everything and say, oh, my father wasn't there for me. That's why I couldn't become a success in life. Hello? The narrative is wrong. Nobody owes you anything. I'm not disputing the fact that I'm supposed to send you to school and take responsibility. But what I'm asking is, is it the end of the world because he didn't take responsibility? Should it be the end of your world? Shouldn't that be a panacea for you to do well? Because you need to think of it critically. Just like a lot of citizens say, oh, we go kidnapping people because there's no job in the country. So what about those that don't have jobs that are not kidnapping people? Or what about those that have not had job in a while, but they are looking for decent means of creating job? Are they stupid? Are they mad? Is that what you mean? Because we give all sorts of excuse. We have normalized crime in this country because of poverty. We say, oh, it's because people are poor, that's why they go into crime. No. Crime is a personal decision. It can be aided and abated by poverty. I wouldn't argue that. But it is still your own personal conviction that makes you go into crime, one way or the other. It is not the height of the poverty. It is the height of your own personal greed. Because there are people that are poor that have not taken to crime and are not taken to drugs. So everything comes back to you. And that's why I like motivational speakers, but I don't like them too much. Because they are the cause of a lot of destruction by people giving people false hopes and false expectations. I'm not here to spoil market for them. But you also need to let people know that 
Life is serious business and it depends on them. And sometimes in life, you really need to do the hard work. You need to stress. Because it is the stress that brings out the best in you. It's not, oh, you're going to make it. You're gonna, no, 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 no. Life can be tough. It is tough, in fact. And you need to go through stress to become better. That's why there's Hooke's Law in Physics. That says once you pass your elastic limit, you never return to the original size you were once at. So it is when you stretch, you start to see new possibilities. We have built a society that doesn't have mental strength. A lot of people are not quick to reach their elastic limits. They are, they are not even reaching their elastic limits here, they are complaining. We need to build mental resilience. And parents, please, I know you've made all the money in the world. Treat your children right and show them the value of money. Don't spoil them because you want to make them have the good things of life. Let them know the value of money. Let them start working early. Let them come to you for office. Let them to start to earn their salary. Don't just give them allowance. Let them understand that the Naira end is what more than the Naira that they give you. Because you see, we've built a very bad society, a very entitled society, and that's the reason for all the problems. And all of that was just heightened by politicians and the shenanigans they do. So everybody becomes very entitled. And all you just need is a couple of AK-47s. You formed your own squad. People are kidnapping here and there. And we build an unwholesome society because of this entitlement mentality. And we need to change. Because we cannot grow if we don't change. We must discover, discover our mental strength and we must toughen it up. The fact that you are poor is not an indication for crime. Nobody owes you anything. In fact, you owe the world something. You owe the world your capacity to be able to make a message out of your mess and to impact the world. So always have the mindset that it is you that owes the world something. Nobody owes you anything. Somebody gave me something the other day and I said, oh, thank you very much. I said, Rafael, why are you always extra when people give you things? I said, because I don't live my life to expect things from people. I hardly get gifts. And that's why when you give me a gift, I'm like, ah, thank you so much. It means a lot to me. I'm extra appreciative because I'm the one that always gives. I don't live my life in such a way that I expect you to give me something. If I'm hungry, I will drink my gari very well in my closet. There are many days I've drunk gari and come on here. The life doesn't spoil. The life doesn't end there. The world doesn't end. Nothing spoils. So don't deceive yourself. A lot of us are living in self-deceit. That's why it's impacted refined. Nobody owes you anything. Because they saw Joseph into slavery, did he say, Oh, my brothers owe me something? No. When his brothers came around in the end, he forgave and he gave them a lot. Because, you see, a lot of people fail to realize that 
it is the obstacle that is the way any great thing you want to do in nigeria if you face obstacle it means that there's a way in there otto schopenhauer said every great idea is first ridiculed so they will first laugh at you but before your idea becomes the orthodox idea it is your never say die attitude that keeps you moving The difference between a billionaire and a thousandaire is mental strength. I've talked to a lot of billionaires in my life, interviewed them. And one question I always ask them is, how do you keep moving when you lose money? As they said, the hallmark of a billionaire is that you must have lost a lot. They said, for every one billion you make, you must have lost five billion. And that's life. But the most important thing is, What's the mental strength to keep moving when you fall? Haven't you heard of people that have lost everything that have regained it? Some of them will go ahead to tell you that even if I lose all my property today, as long as I have my brain and my heart to walk, I will regain everything. And that's why somebody was saying somewhere that they did, a, they did a survey that said if they take all the billions away from all the billionaires, like all the Dangote and Co. today, they take billions away from them. All the money, they take it away from them. And they say start afresh with other normal Nigerians. In the space of three, four years, they will be well ahead of other people that they were with when they took everything away from them. Why? Because what makes the billion is the, is the mental strength. Is the ability to take risk. Is the belief in yourself. Let me ask you, when last have you bet on yourself? There are some people that have never bet on themselves in their life. When last have you bet on yourself? I tell yourself, this one is sure for me. I'm not saying bet, oh, bet football betting, no. That one is just another way of making other people rich. Like I tell people, when are you going to start betting on yourself? And for those that believe oh, in quick luck, football betting, you will, never, you will never be richer than the betting company. Just have that at the back of your mind. So question, when are you going to be the company? When are you going to bet big on yourself? It starts from having the mindset of nobody owes you anything. Stop complaining. You complain too much. You sit down there. You envy people. Ah, that boy, we went to secondary school together. He's a millionaire now. Let me call him. Let me, he cannot say he doesn't know me. You are jobless. Joblessness key you. You know me, I'm very blunt on this show. Because this is my impact to the world. Joblessness key you. Is it for you to be talking about the fact that you went to school together? Why can't you create something out of your own life? Small minds talk about people. Great minds talk about ideas. So the fact that you are still sitting down and talking about people is an indication of the smallness of your mind. Talk about ideas and see how to grow the ideas. Network. When you meet people in your network, what do you talk about? Do you talk about idea? 
For everybody you meet, you must always have an idea ready for them. You must be an idea generator. Because it's ideas that rule the world. Ideas and, most importantly, implementation of ideas. My brother, my sister, nobody owes you anything. A big problem is that you've been thinking so much that anybody owes you anything. And maybe it's a wrong thinking. You remember Joseph in the Bible? If he thought that his brother owed him something so much after they betrayed him, do you think he'll ever get to anywhere he wants to get to? The fact that you think people owe you something is an indication of the failures you've had over your years in your life. So you need to stand up and take your life and stop begging around. Beg too much. Beggy, beggy. Give me this, give me that. You open your mouth sometimes to say, God bless you for all of us. Mm -mm. God is not a partial blesser. He has blessed all of us equally. But you need to activate your blessing by moving out to doing something for yourself. So stop begging people. Aren't you tired of begging? Don't you want to be a giver unto nations? Then start today. And the good thing about it, you can start small. 5,000, 10,000, at least start trading. Do something, do business. Get a value for your money. That's the alchemy of money. Money only grows when you invest it. And don't let anybody deceive you. I know people that have big real estate companies, they, how did they start? They started by selling real estate from some other people. So go around, construction sites. Ah, who is the manager here? Please, I can help you market this house. Then go from people to people. The worst they will tell you is no. After every 10 no, they tell you, somebody will tell you yes. But the problem is a lot of people don't want to work. Free money. just want to sit down. The Bible says a little sleep, a little slumber. A little folding of the house to sleep. So shall your poverty come. The only antidote to hard work is hard life. Things will be hard for you if you don't work hard. A little sleep, a little slumber. Oh, let me sleep a little bit. Oh, seven o'clock, oh, let me sleep small. A little slumber, a little folding as to it. So shall your poverty come. It's in the book of Proverbs. Go to the ant, all you sluggard. Consider their ways and be wise. Who has no ruler, no overseer, no leader? Go to the ant, all you sluggard. The Bible says if you are a sluggard, go to the ant. And go and see the way the ant works hard. The ant works hard. Works hard. Gathers his food. Have you ever wondered how ants, as small as they are, could gather clay? And build a big ant colony where their queen will stay. Have you ever wondered? Small ants. Always working. Even our God works. The Bible says, My father worked hitherto. What does hitherto mean? It's not big English. I'll break it down. It means up till now. God is working. You think God is not working? Heaven is a string and the earth is a full stone. You think it's not working? So if our God the Father can still be working hitherto, why can't you walk? 
nobody owes you anything and the realization of this will help you you see this message i preach today in the next five years will make some people millionaires in the next five years will make some people millionaires and some people will just reduce it to great message another great message by five time we tell let me take calls i need to run time is morning zero seven hundred 993-993-993